Some people are living for their husbands. Some people are living for their wives. Some people are living for their work. Some people are living for their academics. I remember a certain time I was younger than I had my jump examination to sit for and then one dear brother in Christ came to me and said, I just want you... I was very young in faith. Just barely three months in faith. That's with the, with the time of men. And he came to me and he said, he said, David, please... I know you are full of, full of zeal. You want to do everything for Jesus. But I want to advise you, listen, stop weekly activities, you know. Just stop them. For now, you are sitting for your exam. The exam is so close. Read your books. God will understand. If you stop weekly activities now, there is nothing wrong. Just read your books. As a young lad, I loved God. You do. Every angel in heaven know that I love God. Everybody who has anything to do with me do know that I love God. I do. Saying that I do not love Him is to lie. I'm not talking about, yes, I love you so. I love you so. I love you so. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the ones we sing and the tears. No. I mean the sacrifices for the words of your love. The essence of your love is how much you can sacrifice for it. For God so loved the world, He did what? He did what? He did what? So what greater love can there be than this? That a man should lay down his life sacrifice. So your love on your lips without deeds of sacrifice is worth nothing. The feelings of love that causes tears to drop through your eyes down your cheeks without deeds of sacrifice is worth nothing. How much have you given up for that Jesus? You said you love him so much. How much have you given up for him? How much have you sacrificed for him? When I got born again, I lost every single friend I had. I gave them up. Because I knew that if I go back, I will reverse my decision. I lost them because I love the Lord. I do love him. I look at that brother and I said, thank you. Somehow I was related to, to that brother. I said, thank you. Thank you for having shown me the way of truth. Thank you for leading me to the light by the spirit of God. Now, I am responsible for my decisions. And in this matter, I am not careful to answer you. 
I will not stop services. You know why? I asked him, you know why? I said, because I didn't start going for services because I didn't have exam. I didn't start attending church because I had the time. I didn't start it because I was doing nothing. I did it because I love God. I did it because I was always longing for the congregation of the saints together, gathering for the corporate anointing. I was always longing for the power of the Holy Ghost. I was always longing for the presence of God. I will go anywhere just to be in His presence. And I will do anything. I said, I didn't start attending church. I've been a friend. A very good friend of mine, a colleague in the ministry, he's a senior colleague anyway, and I was in his program, and one of his programs, and I left. Sometimes he tells me, do you want to go for this person? I said, I'm going. I said, and I, I went out, I told him, I said, listen, let me tell you, I don't go for people's program to please them. Your being pleased or not does not determine whether I'm going to be wealthy or not. It does not determine whether I'm going to live or die. So it doesn't matter. Not for the neglect of people. Not for for disrespect for people. No! I have discovered a truth. That I am a spirit. I am a man of the heart. Men of the heart do not pretend. And doing things to please people is trying to maintain status. Using resources you don't have to get things you don't need to please people that do not matter in your life. I remember those days when my uncle would come and say, Hey, come on, every one of you carry your book. Hey, you must read what you've not read, Kenan Hagen. You've not read any book of Hagen. You will start reading Christian literatures. And those days, I had some of uh, you know, people who were with me then. We were together. When my uncle be, were coming in, so, some of them will start carrying their book. You know? That kind of thing. And ask you, have you read? Yes, sir. They will rush, read the beginning, read the middle, and read the end. And try to come, you know, connect them together. And I will be looking at them and say, oh God. I didn't need my uncle's instruction. While I was yet not born again, from the age of six, the first time I read Robert Schuller, tough times do not last, but tough people do. I was in the primary school. I still have that same copy because my mom gave it to me because I used my pencil to finish the book. When I read, I mark. I was a young boy desiring to go somewhere. Until you start doing what you ought to do, when people do not instruct you to do, or monitor whether you're doing it, you are not yet on your path of greatness. You're waiting for, who are you pleasing? For what? I say you're too loaded. If you have a vision, you won't wait for an instruction to study more. If you have a vision, you won't wait for instruction to learn how to be punctual and to have character and integrity. Because without it, no matter how on the top you be tomorrow, you're going to crash. 
talent may take you up. Charisma might take you up. Skills might take you up. Your background might take you up. The inheritance your parents left you might take you up. The connections they get to you might take you up. But if you don't have character, if you don't have personal integrity, you're going to crash. I don't want to go up and be a disgrace. I'm talking about my future. You talk, you talk. I said, any day I miss service because of my books, I will fail. Because God deals with me according to the love I have for him. He knows I love him so much. And that's why he loves me so much. There is the general one. There are men, if you dare raise your mouth and talk against them, judgment comes on your head immediately. I said, no. I said, no. I won't. I won't. You know why? Certificate. As good as first class is. As good as second class offer is. Very good. Wonderful. Paul speaks about approving things that are excellent. They are are excellent. They are good. As good as a good job is. As good as having your doctorate degree is. Yet they are on certain riches. They are on sure foundations. On sure foundations. On sure foundations. Why will you give up God? Why will you give up and walk contrary to God's word? The Bible says that we are not begotten. We are not born of of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible seed. Of the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. Foundation is sure. The foundation is sure. Tell them not to trust in uncertain riches. Tell them. Today they are here. Tomorrow they have wings and they fly away. Somebody say uncertain riches. Somebody say uncertain riches. Unsure foundations. Look at yourself. Look at how much time you spend taking care of your body. Look at how you sweat just to feed this body. Look at your body. Do you know what Peter says? He says, all flesh is like grass. And all the glory of man is like a flower that blossoms today and tomorrow with us and are thrown away. Look at the flesh. You take your time to paint your nails. You take your time to do your hairs. You take your time to choose your clothing. How much time do you spend to to fix the only eternal faculty of your being, your spirit? Just visit an accident site or go to a hospital and visit a patient as in the hospital as a result of an accident and see how that flesh was torn and you make up your mind 
vanity upon vanity. Look at what you're dying for. Common flesh that you see today and tomorrow will move like a vapor. Dust. Dust. I said dust. I said dust. I didn't understand it until I visited UNTH. And I saw a young guy. I have told you that story. One of my uncles was in And I was passing to see him. And I saw a guy lying there. I, I didn't know he was. I just thought he was sleeping. I just thought he was sleeping. With his designers. I think he was, he was, he was wearing Tommy Hilfiger. With a fine chain. And a golden word in his hand. Yet lying lifeless. He had spent so much time, yet in his prime age, the real him, the sure him, the eternal him will be standing by, looking at what he wasted years decorating. Wasting. Unsure. Verse 23, chapter 1. I want you to look into your Bibles, please. Verse 23. If you're there, say amen. amen. If you're there, say amen. amen. If you're there, say amen. amen. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. We are not born by that which can be corrupted. Can't you say hallelujah to that? He now said, for all flesh is as grass. Look look at verse 24. Look into your Bible. And all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth and the flower thereof falleth away. You know what it means? They return to dust and their glory fades away. He said, but the word of the Lord endureth forever. He said, and this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. This is what we are telling you. This is the word which by the good news we bring is preached unto you. I saw my brother in that casket. I looked at him. My late brother. Last year, I looked at him. It was as if he was sleeping. I I couldn't believe he, he was dead. They bought him a new suit. Can you imagine? Just... Just for, for his final journey. <laughs> he had him, he could have been a Gucci, a Gucci tie. He had a nice white shirt. <laughs> the grass has withered and the flower for the thereof. They reel him. 
You know, I stood by the side of his grave and I looked and I heard him. I said, Melie, where, where are all the plans we made? We had good plans for this family. Why so soon? Why so soon? You have an opportunity of hearing what I'm saying today. Nobody wakes up in the morning and wishes that that day will be his last day on earth. Nobody prays for it. While you're listening to me, some of you might walk out today and tomorrow you'll be no more. Listen to me. Nobody confesses that. Nobody prays for that. Nobody wishes for that. There is nobody that doesn't pray against it. Yet there are still believers who still die young now. Don't make that mistake. And then what of those who are yet not in Christ? They have taken time, spent their time on their body, spent time on relationships. Because of their friends, they can give their life to Christ. Because of their family, they can give their life to Christ. The Bible talks about them. They are full of darkness. Full of darkness. Without God and without hope in this world. Without hope. Because when they die, when their flesh is laid to rest, their spirit enters into eternal damnation. Then and then, they will awaken to reality. And they will understand that what we have been preaching on this stage is not some cunningly, you know, some, some, some nice, you know, cunning story faint to deceive people. You know, those who have problems, go to the church and go to God, is for the poor, is for, no! Very soon, they will know that they believe they really really do believe in God. Every atheist will stand before God, even though they say they didn't believe. What will your life be after life here? Where will you go? We believe you have been blessed by this podcast. Join us next week to renew your spirit and mind. You got testimonies or inquiries? Kindly reach out to us via www.mylamworld.com or call us on 80 